Welcome to Zen Parenting Radio. My name is Todd, and you are? My name is Kathy. And this is Zen Parenting Radio. Today we're going to be talking about the holiday season. Yes. And how to stay present amongst the presents. <laughs> like the gifts. Right. I, I got your plan. You got right. it? I got it. I how to stay present. And also, can I add to that? Sure. How to make choices that allow you to stay present, but also choices that allow you to have fun. Because I don't think I don't think people a lot of people have fun during the holidays. I think they get so worked up they don't give themselves an opportunity to have fun. That's what I mean. And then they get amnesia the next year and they keep doing the exact same thing and think they're going to have fun. Yes, and uh, this show is a vehicle to you having more fun. It is. It's a, we're all about fun. If you want to have fun, listen to Zen Parenting Radio. That's right, because we have fun. Um, and we're brought to you by our two sponsors, Avid Company, painting, remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area, and... Avidco.net. And Poofin. And we'll talk a little bit about them, I think, a little bit later. Poofin.com. Poofin.com. I like to give the, the website, just in case that, you know, you say that word Poofin or Avid, and it comes into their head, and they go to look on the internet, and we haven't given them any information. Well, they could Google it. They're, our listeners are smart. I know they are, but I just like to give them that anyway. So, um, I think we're going to base this off of your blog, right? Okay. Is that the deal? Sure. Let's do that. So, what is your blog about? Well, it's uh, posted today. I think you could probably check it out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it's about what we just said. It's about when you are um, in the middle of the holidays and you are in the, or just in the middle of a moment, you know, you're, you're decorating the tree or you're trying to pick up the house because people are coming over, you're cooking or whatever. Are you really there or are you thinking about all the other things you then need to do after that moment? And so it's that awareness of not being in what you're doing. Therefore, you're not truly enjoying it because you're really trying to get through it so you can get to the next thing. Best way to explain this is an example. Okay. Your blog was about you were trying to do 85 different things yeah. at once. So last week we moved into our house, okay? We moved into our house. We have a million boxes. Then it's holiday time, so I definitely want to get up the tree, right? Right. So we get all the Christmas stuff down. So we have all the boxes from moving in plus all the Christmas tree boxes. So it's a little chaotic in here, yes? Right. Then there was a lot of loud music playing, which I was kind of fine with that. Right. Okay. But then the kids needed things because we have three little girls and they need things all the time. They want all to the eat time. a that, lot. We'll get like three requests within five seconds. Right. It's like one asks for something and the other two get the idea that it's time to ask for something. And Skyler says she's hungry. All the time. Even though she's not. Right. And we'll do a show about that yeah. eventually because yeah. she's not really hungry. She's bored. She's bored. <laughs> I, and she's got to substitute that. the word hungry for bored. Right. And we got to work on that because she will. we will have just eaten at a restaurant we'll walk out the door and she'll say, when are we going to eat? Yeah. That, Which basically means, what am I going to do next? Exactly. You know? So anyway, so that's going on. And then I had my computer open because I hadn't read email in two or three days because we'd been packing and things had been chaotic and I had a million email. And then I was actually, this wasn't in the blog, but I was trying to come up with an article. And so I was jotting down notes like on a piece of paper. And then, so is that enough things that I was doing at once? I had my phone (laughs) that I was carrying around because I had to call my mom. Yeah. Yeah. You had a lot of things cooking. But see, the thing is, is I can sit here and say, oh, I'm so busy. I was so busy. I was so busy. We always say, everybody always says how busy they are. And in a way, they're telling the truth. But I think the point of your blog was... It's created. You are deciding to be busy. Like when people are like, oh, I'm so busy. And I say it too. Basically, what I'm saying is the world is making my life busy. Right. 
when in fact it's happening to me right when in fact i am the one making these choices to do all these things to give myself this busyness right and i don't think we accept enough responsibility for that mm -hmm. i think we love to say i'm so busy and i have to do this and i have to do that but somewhere along the way you made a choice to do these things right if it be your work mm -hmm. if it be your volunteer experiences if it be um, you know, again, the children is a tough one. I mean, yes, we decided to become parents so we can take responsibility in that way. But that is one of those situations where if your children need your attention, that is something you need to attend to. Mm -hmm. Um, and that alone can fill up your day. And I respect that. I experience that quite often, but all the other stuff, all the, you know, the, I got to make this call and I've got to call this friend and I have to fill out 200 Christmas cards and address them personally and write personal notes. That's all created stuff. I think we've talked about this before, but in one of your books that you read, <clears throat> excuse me, she said, um, you need to disappoint somebody every day. Right, in Cheryl Richardson's book. And why would you want to disappoint somebody every single day? You have, why, to, pra you have to practice. Why is it good to disappoint somebody? That sounds like a horrible thing. Why would you ever want to disappoint anybody? Well, it depends on the way you view the world. If you are viewing the world that your job is to be in this world to please everybody else, then yeah, it's not a good idea. But if you understand that your job in this world is to be a... a, a person who enjoys their life, who feels good about who they are, who um, makes choices for themselves, then you have to disappoint people. And, and the thing is, is some people who still are in that selfish mode, that it's selfish to take care of yourself. If you are taking care of everybody else, let's go back to our very first show. If you are taking care of everybody else and not taking care of yourself, what you are giving them is not necessarily your best self at all. Right. You are giving them the scraps of what you have left right. after your long day and after being so overwhelmed. And so they're not really even getting the full you and what you're putting out into the world, the universe, whatever, however you look at life is not necessarily your best self. So it's time to be your best self and put that out there. And the way to do that is to disappoint everybody in your life. Not everybody. Oh. But it, and disappoint, you know, the word gets people's attention. But it's just about learning to say no. Learn to say um, no. Learn to say no. I mean, and, and the thing is, is I, I'm getting better at it. I'm, I can't say that I love doing it. But I'm getting better at it and even doing it with a smile. Like, thank you for asking me to do that. I totally understand why someone needs to do that. I'm not going to be the one to do that this time. But if you need help with this or this or this... Basically, what the this or this or this is something I really would be willing to do. Right. But if someone asks me to do something or go somewhere and it's not really at all sounds good to me or sounds fun, I really, I think, and you would have to, you, you're the one, I mean, I think I've gotten better at it, but you live with me. Don't you think I've gotten better at saying what I do want to do and don't? Much better. Yeah. Much better. And it's funny because in your blog, you talk about all these things that you um we're doing last week and you had a hard time, you know, reducing the chaos of what was going on in your life when in fact I was going to kind of make a joke and say, you need to be more like me. But there was some point <laughs> you were so chaotic. There too. was some point last week where I was going from one side of the house to the other, to doing this, to doing that. And you're like, just so you know, you're not here. Yeah. I you did. totally called me I out. Did. And it was frustrating to hear that, even though I think even in that moment, I knew you were right. But my, justification of that was um, I need to get this house straight before I can relax right and there's like five days of work to do to get this house straight and you're basically saying if we don't get it done for 10 days or 20 days who cares for three years you're but I was not present at all like I wasn't present for you I wasn't present for JC Cameron and Skyler 
and you called me out and I needed that and you didn't call me out like nagging on me you just said you know matter of factly you're not here you think you're here but you're not well and yeah I think that had been after three days of me trying to say it in other ways because I had and I said wasn't listening. and I think we talked about this on the show maybe but I was saying let's go out to lunch no um, I couldn't do that and you're like no we can't go to lunch because I've got to wait for this guy or here's the thing that I eventually said to you Every single excuse, and I'm going to call them excuse you came up with, was good. Meaning there was never like a, Kathy, this is more important than you thing. It wasn't that kind of stuff. It was like, I've got to wait for the, the AT&T guy. Okay, now I have to go pick this up because if we don't get this put in, then this guy can't. There was a re- and then you had to go to yoga to right. see Frank, which I, that's important too, to, to me and right. to you. So there was never a point when there was like a bad reason. But that's the thing I finally said to you is you're not here and everything you've chosen to do has been great, but it, that has caused you to not be present at home with us. And that is, you're right, and I agree with you, but that's confusing in that moment because um, getting the house ready is important. Work is important. My yoga is important. My basketball is important. And you, and you were out of balance. I was out of balance, and um, you're right. I was basically... Uh, if I were prioritizing, I was take I was prioritizing everything else except for my family. Exactly, and the thing is, is you're thinking to yourself, or I'm saying this to you, but in the in history, you've told me this that you're like, but I'm already with you guys. Mm-hmm. You're around me while I'm unpacking. We're talking. I'm feeding the girls, yeah. so I'm with them. How can I be? How can you say I'm not here if I've been here for three days unpacking with my family? But you're totally not present here. So it's a matter of identifying the difference between being physically here. Versus being accessible and emotional, emotionally and here. I what I realized is that the way that I know that you're not present is <laughs> this won't surprise probably anybody is I have a lot of stories that I want to tell you, things that have happened or experiences that I've had, but I need your attention. Right. And so for three days I hadn't been able to share a thing with you because you were going from one side of the house to the other or running back and forth or. The first three nights we were here, you were out. You went out Wednesday night. You went out Thursday night. You went out Friday. All good things mm-hmm. that were planned. Right. But I couldn't share anything with you. Right. So yes, you we were together, but I wasn't able. And so finally, I something happened that was kind of big, and I was ready to tell you, and and you weren't making eye contact with me. I have my headphones in. Yes, and I go. This is really funny now because remember, I go. I go. You're. I just want to tell you that you're not here, mm-hmm. and I wasn't mad. No, that's the key, and and I want to let you finish the story. Yeah. But you weren't mad, and no. that's the thing. That's <laughs> the difference because I think a lot of people, husbands and wives, when they get to this point, they get so frustrated and they start yelling or they say it in such a nasty way. And you, I mean, it's not like you were joking or laughing about things, but you said it in a non-judgmental way if that's possible and it makes it easy for me to hear that if you would have started screaming and saying why don't you just stop what you're doing and blah 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 and listen to me i would have resisted and said you know what i need to do you know and it would have gone south very quickly right right. so it's not the well it would have been who's gonna win yeah it's it's an argument all of a sudden that somebody has to win And, and the way you said it it wasn't um a winning thing you're saying just so you know you didn't say hey todd you need to change you said i just want you to know that you're not here. And then I think, and again, I don't remember exactly how it went, but something to the effect of, I, I, I just basically said what my needs were. I've wanted to tell you like 10 different stories, some of them very deep things yeah. that have been Important happening. Important stuff, right. And I said, and I haven't been able to share them with you, and that's how I can tell that you're not here because I really want to talk to you. So it's kind of like I miss you rather than you're doing something wrong. It's like my needs aren't being met. Right. So can you hear me? And three days had gone by, and I think the reason people freak out on each other, if I'm going to 
you know, I think people will agree with this, is because they let it build up until all they have left to yeah. do is freak out. Right. So they'll let two weeks go by right. and then say, you're a big jerk. You haven't listened to me where the guy, and unfortunately it tends to be the guy most of the time who's getting this, will say, wait a second, I didn't know that at all. But they let it build up. And so three days was kind of my well, max. And you knew yourself well enough. You had the presence of knowing, hey, th- this this can't continue without me saying something. And most people are too busy to even realize that they're getting past the point of where it's going to turn south really fast. Right. And you knew that. And you were having a good day and you had the ability to see things clearly. I'm remembering now what was happening. It's all coming back to me. So you're in your office. I come home and you had that ugly couch cover on the couch. Oh, yeah. And you said you had worked probably, what, 30 minutes getting the couch cover on. And I said, you know what, Todd? Because we had ordered it over the internet. I said, it's ugly. Right. It's really ugly. And you gave me a look of such annoyance. Yeah. You were so frustrated. And I said, well, I'll change it. Mm-hmm. And so you're standing right there. Again, you guys can't see what we're doing. But he was standing right by me. And I started changing the cushions. And you had your back to me the whole time. Yeah. Was, so you uh, weren't talking to I me. I was frustrated because we ordered it. We saw, the, we saw the, the cover on the internet. We thought it would be fine. I take the time to take all the old things off, put the new one on. And you come back and say, no good. I didn't say no good. Well, I said, I think it's ugly. Okay. You said but it's I ugly. But I guess my... Who cares? Way. It was a no-go. Well, I know, but you're, you're making it sound as I, I walked in and said, nope, nope, that's that's not going to happen. You you looked at it, you turned around, and you thought about it for five minutes, and you yeah, came back... Yeah, I went upstairs. I thought, maybe if I go upstairs and come back down, it won't be ugly. But it'll look different. <laughs> and it didn't look any different, as it, it turns was out. Really, it was like a pukey brown olive did you really no but they were on i don't want to take them off (laughs) okay so then i'm changing the couch covers and you weren't talking to me partly because you had your back to me and partly because you had those stupid earphones in they're not stupid are my new you know how i used to moan and groan about the cell phone yeah now it's these earphones right so you walk around even without it plugged into anything and it's so (laughs) simple not symbolic what's the word um, I don't know. It's annoying. It's well. It's just such a such a sign of don't talk to me. Right. And sometimes again, sometimes I get that I don't want to be talked to. Sometimes it's not like you can't ever. I'm wear a them. man. I need to go into my man cave. <laughs> I, and I need to go inside and recover. I know. I understand. But anyway, so going back to that part of the story, I eventually said to you, yeah, I said, you're not here. And you said, what do you mean? I'm trying to get this house done. I go, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> you were all like wrapped up in a coat yeah. with your earphones in. I go, yeah. you are so not here. Yeah. And you kind of laughed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I knew <laughs> and I, I would have kept going. If you didn't say this, I would have done the same thing for two more days. Yeah. And then it, it gave me a reason to stop and think for a second and say, you know what? Like, I didn't say, oh, you're right. You're, well, maybe I no, didn't No, no, you that. didn't say that. You but said, I, I want to get this done. I used it as a vehicle for, okay, maybe there's something going on and I need to take a breath and be calm. And and then the the best part was that I left. I didn't expect anything in that moment, right. meaning I had to go pick yeah. up the girls. Allow some space. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to say this and I'm going to leave so you don't need to do anything right now. Right. And then did we end up having dinner that night? We did something. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. So um, this is what I want to do. Okay. Um, I want to talk a little bit about going to the mall and going to see Santa Claus. Okay. But before I do that, um, I would like to uh, take a few quick moments to talk about Poofin.com. Yeah. Poofins. Um, that's a star-shaped pillow. Right? Star-shaped? Star-shaped, yeah. Um, uh, red, blue, or pink. And it is a um, plush toy that you could put little charms in it. 
um, that have little pictures of whatever it's a scrapbook for your kid and it is a celebration of the individuality of your kids and they've been partners with us for a few months now and they're running a really good special right now if you put in happy holidays to poofin.com you'll get 25% off your entire order so do yourself a favor don't save your, save yourself a trip to the mall and go to poofin.com and order a gift set. And bottom line, if you have kids in your life, nieces, nephews, your own kids, you know, whatever, grandchildren, and you need to get them something, especially if they live far away, order it and have them ship it, mm-hmm. and then it's done. Or, you know, it's just, an, it's just such a simple, simple gift to order that is meaningful, that is something that they can, it can continue to grow because they can keep um, buying charms and over it, the course and, of the year. And it balances out the amount of electronics that you're probably going to get for your kid anyway. So this is the way we call it. It's a conscious toy. It's a conscious toy for conscious parents. From conscious parents. For conscious kids. For conscious kids. Yeah. I mean, and basically what we mean by that, we're using the big word conscious, but it just means you're focusing on the kid internally rather than all of this external stuff you know the toys that they play for with for five minutes and then go under you know their bed so don't be a schlep rock (laughs) buy your toys from poofin.com that's right um all right so can we move over to the mall do you want to talk about avid um avid company painting remodeling they additions additions they did our house they're running a really good special. So if you are right now thinking about doing something in the beginning of the year, like painting your house, changing a room, fixing up a bathroom, give them a call, avidco.net. 630-956-1800. We love them. We love them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important that we talk about um, where we're coming from when we talk about Santa Santa, and going to the mall. You're not going to pull a Robin Robinson? No, I'm not going to pull it. And most people don't know what Oh, that yeah, means, okay. So. If you're from Chicago, you do, and we're not going yeah, we we'll, to... We'll post it on our blog yeah, so you can read it. It takes too long then. to explain. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is just Kathy and I. We are not fans of going and waiting in line for Santa Claus at the mall. No. And why aren't we fans of that? The same reason I'm not a fan of standing outside when it's cold and watching a parade. Right. It's just kind of... Uh, Difficult. Yeah, there's like a lot. It's the energy. It's the energy of the room. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot you're of, right. It is the energy. There's a lot of parents that are... Trying to get through it. Trying to get through it. There's a lot of kids who are scared of this big guy in a red suit. Yeah, a lot of crying. Now, and, and this is just us. If you enjoy doing it, by gosh... Keep doing it. Keep doing it. And we're not even making fun of that. No. Because I think some people really do have some nostalgia with that and they really do like doing that so it's not about us saying it's silly it's about us admitting that it's not important to us to us and that's okay but i bet you there's a lot of parents out there that don't like doing it and they're doing oh my kid wants to go sit on santa's lap and tell him what he wants I guess that's fine too, but... But did the kid bring it up or did you say to them, we're going to go see Santa? Like, I, I and, don't know. And the parent argument would be, well, how, how's the kid supposed to bring it up? He's never done this before, so we need to expose him to this to see if and when he likes sitting on Santa's lap. All I could tell you is that, you know, when the kid's a little bit older, they have a little bit um, more ability to deal with that situation. Mm-hmm. But the worst is when they get the little kids on that lap. I know. And we've all seen it. And the mom will, you know, force the kid on Santa's lap mm-hmm. and get a quick picture. Like, what are you going to do with that picture? Like, yeah. what's that all about? I know. Why <laughs> is it so important to get this picture of this kid that's trying not to cry and sit on the stranger's lap, even though it's Santa? Right. But um, it's not, I mean, it's a, you know. It's, it's the Santa's helper. It's the Santa's helper, right. you know. And What's and, the big deal about the picture? Because I think it's tradition. 
Okay, what does I, that mean? It means that that's what you do. I think there's a lot of that's what you do in our lives. Just like with the cookie exchange and the 10 holiday parties, that's what you do. Or the I'm going to host 100 people at my house and I'm going to cook it all because I'm supposed to. That's what I do. And there isn't a lot of out-of-the-box thinking about how can I celebrate this holiday in a way that is meaningful to me where I feel like I'm really getting the core of what this holiday because as we all know you know regardless of your religious affiliation you know Christmas is about peace mm -hmm. and it's about togetherness and connectedness and oneness and love and and the the realization of that mm -hmm. okay so if that's the case then to me and again why am I standing in line at a mall with with screaming children and, and that kind of thing? So I came up with another idea just okay. off the top of my head. What can you do instead? If, if you want to go and it really is important to you and your kid loves to do it, keep doing it. We're not judging that. Right. But if you don't want to do it and you're doing it anyways. Figure what, out something figure else. Figure out something else. So we have a few. Uh, we live in the suburbs of Chicago and there's a couple of really nice suburbs that do a really good job of Christmas lights in front yes. of their lawn. So get get the troops in the car. Go drive around the nicest suburbs that do the best job with the lights and play Christmas music. And kids love that. Kids love it. And you're in your car and it's calm and, and you can together. talk and yeah. it's togetherness and it's connectedness. We do that a lot. And, and even now, like there's a few neighbors that have really done up their lawn. And every time we're out in the car, the girl's like, you got to drive by that house. Well, yeah. The, the one house that you're talking about is the funniest <laughs> thing because it's not like it's the most expensively put together thing, but it's just... A hodgepodge, Homage, right. a cornucopia, a what's the word I could? A smorgasbord. A smorgasbord, <laughs> of because it's got like Mickey Mouse, it's got Santa, it's got Frosty, it's got Baby Jesus, it's got um, snowmen, snowmen, it's, it's got, got penguins, Santa, right. it's got every single thing just scattered throughout. Everything this you can think of that goes along with Christmas, and it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So we just drive around and do that. And also, uh, one thing we did that was new that we kind of came up with because we wanted to go see um, the Brill Babies, mm -hmm. which is a fantastic band in yeah. Chicago. Oh, that's right. We um, went out. Yeah, we went out on this Saturday. We um, we heard that this band was playing. It's a good friend of ours in the band. And we want, we decided to take the girls out to dinner, and we went out to eat in Downers Grove at Carlucci. And I wore a tie. And you wore a tie, and the girls and I wore dresses. Everybody got dressed and up. And we all got dressed up, and we, we got in the car, and we went out to a nice dinner, which we don't, again, for some people that might be normal. That's not, we, we usually never don't do go that. out to nice dinners. Nice dinners, dinners is Chipotle Yeah, for that's us. us. So we did... We did it up, and the girls got kitty cocktails, and then we went to see this band, and we danced. It was awesome. So that, for us, is a holiday night out, and that was just as meaningful to me. Um, present opening. Yes. Um, this year, I'm going to do my best to um, stagger the present opening. Okay. Um, and what I mean by that is we're lucky enough to be able to go to Florida for Christmas. So right. we're all together for like seven days. and. I'm going to do my best instead of waiting till Christmas or Christmas Eve to open up all the presents at once. Because right. what I can't stand is when your kid opens up the present and they're already thinking about the next one. Right. And they have they don't play with this one because so they open up 15 presents and they're not mindful during any of it. Well, it's interesting though because the way that you're saying this is it sounds like you're going to try and control it. Well, You're I, like, I'm going to stagger it. I'm going to control it in such a way, let's open up one present this day. Let's open another but present that day. But you were a kid once, right? Yes. Did you open up presents like that? No, and I wasn't present for any of it. And I wouldn't, half the toys I wouldn't play with because I was overwhelmed with the amount of things that were in front of me. Instead, I would rather open up one game one day. And I know this is totally like... This is totally dad stuff. Bah humbug. You stuff. are so grinchy. I'm telling you. <laughs> 
but like the girls got so many good games last year, and because they got they opened up twenty of them at one time, right? Half of them never got played with. So if we would, they didn't get played with then, but did they never get played with, or did they get played with later? Never. Really? Yeah, like, like that what? cool um, thing where it's like the electricity circuits. Oh, that the, yeah, that was pretty cool. There's so many cool presents, but because they opened them all at yeah. once, it it. Well, how about this? Let's happy medium. And again, I'm just laughing because all the things we talk about, like don't control, let your children, you know, do what they want. And you're like, I'm going to control the present opening. That's exactly right. What if, what if we put, you know, because they're actually a lot of their presents they've already gotten because right. we're going to be, you know, in Florida, so they're not going to have a million presents to open. What if they were, there were five presents, and we said to them, you can open them when you want. Mm-hmm. You can open one at a time. You can open them all at once. And this is your choice. Well, if you say you can open up when you want, they're going to say I'm going to open them up all right now. You think JC is going to open up all of her presents at once? Yes, I, I think don't. every kid would. I I think that I think it gives them ownership of you know what they have because you know why Todd? I don't want to control it. I want to like have coffee and relax. Like the last thing I want to be thinking about. What's so relaxing about watching your kid tear open twenty presents? But see, there's not going to be twenty presents. So, are we you, talking to our listeners? Like when they have twenty presents, what they can do? I'm talking to you, okay. and hopefully, our listeners will be able to pull something out. Of okay, it. okay. There's nothing relaxing because you know because then I'm saying, oh, make sure you say thank you, and it's it, there's nothing relaxing about that. Well, <sighs> okay. I hear you. I don't think that you are wrong in any way. But Thanks. I, also... I win. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> but I also think that I have no desire for this Christmas to be about me controlling the present opening so my children, so I can, you know, there's a, you can practice Your version of controlling. All I'm saying is, hey, it's it's not like, hey, kids, I'm going to be controlling Chris Christmas. <laughs> I'd be like, let's know, let's open up a present on December 23rd. But we already do that. By, I, don't you feel like we do that we, sometimes? We need to do a little bit better okay. job of okay. dividing it up. Okay. Well, I am totally cool with that. Okay. And, you know, it's the word control that always makes you me said it. No, you did. You, you did. Daddy, Check the tape. You did. You said, this year I'm going to do a better job controlling present I, I hope you're wrong, but think you may be right. <laughs> But regardless, I I am good with the opening a couple presents each day. That I love because then they can – but the whole idea of being like, no, no, it's time to – you know, like I'm in the – I come from the mindset now. I didn't used to be like this. But when it's a girl's birthdays and things get shipped here, mm-hmm. when the shipment comes, I, I'll be like, do you want to open it now or on your birthday? And there I let go. them decide. I don't care when they open it because – and some people say, well, that's tradition. Well, I like tradition, but that to me is just saying – it's just difficult. So when they I was decide. A, when I was a little kid, uh, they're all you know aunts and uncles would show up. So you'd get like ten presents. Right. Each kid, it's awesome. But we'd open up all ten at once, and I think I would have enjoyed it more if I would have said, you know, when you show up, you know, the, you know, everybody gets at your house at five o'clock at yeah, night on when Christmas each Eve. Person shows up. So you so you you open up one present like at five o'clock, and you, another one right before dinner, another right. one right after dinner, another one after dessert. Instead, we would have this huge. Melee. Oh, I know. I've been there for that yeah, when your family that. does that. And yeah. is that good? You know what? But that's, I feel like that's like adult entertainment. Like everyone sits around to like watch the kids. But you're right. It turns into chaos. Yeah. So I guess I'm kind of finding myself in the middle because I'm understanding. I don't like the word. Why don't but you I... just admit that I'm right? <laughs> that would be so much better. You know better. what? I, I do think you're partly right. But I also think that I'm. what I'm trying to say is you want to give your kids the options. I don't want to control their present opening. But I also want them to. Well, I... let me go. Let me turn it around then. Okay. What you're saying, you know, I know not what you're saying, but what you, what some people might consider you're saying is 
open them up all on Christmas Eve or okay. Christmas Day. That's controlling, you know? Well, yeah, there's a lot. And there's con- you're controlling regardless. Right. How are you going to do it? Well, and I guess I want to find that place in the middle is, is again, I, you know, even though it sounds like I'm. All right. We, we're, we're out of time. No, we're not. Yeah. I have one more thing to say about this. One more this. quick thing. Um, is that finding that place in the middle where they have some choices. Like my, my first thing that I said about putting five gifts in front of them and saying, it's totally up to you. Do mm-hmm. it now or do it later. It makes me feel relaxed to even think about that. Right. The whole idea of being like, we're going to do this at this time, well, this no, at this I time mean, becomes we'll, a structure. You'll loosen it. It's not okay. like you must open one present. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'll meet you in the middle then there. I was going to say, then guess what? We're both... Right. Right. Thank goodness. Talk about your holiday gift sets so we Ooh. can sell some of these um, things. I know. Well, I've only got a few angel ornaments left, to be honest. Like, okay. people got to get on this yeah. if they're going to do this. You got to order this right away. It's uh, my holiday gift set. It's both my books, Self Aware Parent and The Self Aware Parent 2. Um, I'm telling you guys, if you already have them, you know this. These are easy to read books. Each chapter is a page or two. This is for if you're a busy parent or you know a busy parent, they'll still be able to read this. It's not a big investment of your time it to isn't. read these books. One woman who just brought my book walked by me the other day and said, I read your book last night. I stayed up and I finished the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how simple it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a like great bathroom pages, book. Wasn't it? Right. It's not a big deal. So both books, a journal and an angel ornament. I wrap it. I ship it. What could be easier? 25 smackaroonies. $25. Uh, KathyCAdams.com or you can go to ZenParentingRadio.com. And um, and just order it because it's it's a good gift yeah, for a conscious parent. Absolutely. Um, I don't really have much of a movie line today, so um, I failed. You want to say ho ho ho? No, I, I was gonna do something from It's a Wonderful Life, but I've never seen that movie. Like, <gasps> that's just not. That's and, just. And I didn't know crazy. which was a, I didn't know which was a good um, movie line from there. And I was gonna do Christmas Vacation, but Chevy kept on swearing. I know Chevy so I swears a lot that. in the movie. So um, I guess I'll just say bah humbug. Until next week when we'll have a a good Christmas movie quote. Yes. And uh, happy holidays. We got one more show before Christmas. Yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. Get your shopping done. Holiday gift set. Stay present. So we'll talk to you guys next week. This is Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. Adios. Adios.